So this would usually be a patron stream because usually I'll have two streams uh, a day is, is the going forward plan and then a clip and a short or something. One Patreon, one normal. But the, the clip that I put out yesterday from the patron stream seemed to confuse more people than it actually helped. So I decided to make today uh, my patron stream public so I could explain what I was getting at a bit more about how Our Lady, uh, though immaculately conceived, still uh, died. So, um, and then uh, as a quick note, later at 5 5.30 tonight, I'll be having a Q&A. Uh, if you click the join button below, then you can get uh, the membership to my channel. So you will have basically unlimited super chats. So I will answer no matter how bad the question is, I will answer it no matter what you want as many times as you want. So you can just flood my chat with whatever questions you want and I will answer all of them. So if you join there below, uh, helps me out. You get a, uh, you get a fun little, uh, I avatar thingy, uh, next to your name. So that's just, Okay, let me pull up my notes. Sorry, I don't know why I'm so slow today. Um, where is my notes? I guess I could just do it all from memory. Ah, there they are. Okay, so to begin with, we have to make a threefold distinction. So, uh, First, you're going to have what's called natural, second, preternatural, and then third, supernatural. So with natural, those are those things which are uh, concomitant or come with or uh, flow from a certain essence. So to make that less abstract, when it comes to human nature, those natural things are going to be the, the powers of my intellect. When it comes to, to knowing certain things through my sensitive faculties, it could be... Um, Food, that's another thing that would be uh, natural, something which is necessary for the sustenance of my essence. It could be water, it could be air, it could be uh, various powers and, and such that are that are natural to me. That, that is what we mean by natural. And now there are what, uh, what is called preternatural. So preternatural things are things which are above my nature, uh, but are exist in higher natures. Uh, 
So if we think about that a little more concretely, uh, let's say the absence of concupiscence. So it is natural to man because of our sensitive faculties to have uh, a certain disorder of our faculties to where uh, the, the, these appetites try to overpower the intellect and the will. Uh, whether that be um, hunger, third, you, you know, hangry people. Uh, that, that, is, that is a perfect example of concupiscence ruling a certain person. But in angels, angels do not have concupiscence because they do not have um, corporeal natures and uh, sensitive faculties like we do. So with the angels, the angels are free from concupiscence. So an example of something which is preternatural to humans would be an absence of concupiscence. And now third, there is what is supernatural. So with the supernatural, not only does it arrive, arise above the natural powers and faculties and things which are concomitant with human nature, not only does it arise, uh, uh, go above angelic nature, but every single created thing, whether real or possible. So it goes beyond the possibilities of all created things. So obviously, supernaturality itself is, is God, but there's also supernatural gifts. So things like faith, things like charity, things like the beatific vision, things like the hypostatic union, all of these things are properly speaking in this sense, in this very uh, constrained context, supernatural. So let's, let's think of a different example. So when it comes to um, the miraculous healing of a certain person, somebody has a broken leg and you have uh, a certain saint touches the leg and the leg is healed. That's actually not something which is supernatural. While it's supernatural in the mode, so quad, uh, it's quad modem, uh, that, that's the way in which it's supernatural. It's not supernatural according to the thing itself. Because when it comes to the healing of limbs, we can do that through medical technology. And another example would be, let's say, somebody is, uh, there's a famous story from, from one of the saints. I can't remember uh, which one it is. But that saint, um, in, in praying to God, was completely freed from all of the sensuality of his appetites. Or another example would be St. Thomas Aquinas, who was given to be without um, any inclination to venial sin, or uh, as we would say, concupiscence. Now that's something which is, while supernatural in mode, because it's uh, not something which is uh, habituated or something which is present um, in a created impure state or uh, something which is healed, but rather, uh, well, it's something which is healed. Um, and the healing of concupiscence is something which is supernatural in mode, but it's not supernatural in the thing itself. It's preternatural. So uh, the third thing is going to be the beatific vision. And as I already said, the beatific vision is going to be something which is properly not only supernatural in mode, but it's also supernatural in content because the angels do not, uh, by their nature, uh, see God. Neither do, does anything in creation by its nature see God. Rather, to see God as he is, is a property um, naturally only of God. So in being given to share in that nature, um, it's not only supernatural in mode, but also supernatural in content. 
Okay, so why am I saying all of these things? Because it seems like a very convoluted way of, of explaining how Our Lady is without sin. So uh, in this, we can, applying it to uh, our state as men, distinguish seven states. And uh, again, this seems convoluted, but it's going to all make sense in the end, I promise you. So the first state traditionally listed, and there's only five states traditionally listed, but I added two because I think um, it works out better actually pedagogically. So the first state is going to be the state of pure nature. Now, this is uh, what you'll see David Bentley Hart and crew arguing and screaming about each other, and also Henri de Lubac and, and, and all of them screaming about and raging. And uh, I also read it in Turretin, so it's not, it's not a new thing for people to scream and rage about the state of pure nature. But all that is, is it is a logical state. So notice, logical state, wherein man merely has his natural gifts. So merely has um, the the intellect, which is able to work sensitively and rat and also uh, discursively. It has the will, which is able to desire some good. But it also has certain things like concupiscence, whereby our faculties may be disordered. This is this is a state of pure nature. And again, it's merely a logical category. Uh, nobody thinks that there was like this time period where there was a state of pure nature. Although I've heard. Some theologians mention uh, some radical scotists who said so, but I haven't really checked, verified that claim on my own. So second, you can think of the state of perfect nature. And in the state of perfect nature, there's not only the, the, the natural gifts, there's also the preternatural gifts. So with the preternatural gifts, the, they have the powers of the intellect, they have the powers of discursive reasoning. They may have, even have some powers of the angelic intellect. So something which is uh, the angels know the thing and all the things connected with it without uh, the use of discursive reasoning. So we may even have those powers of intellect in the state of perfect nature. But we do not arise uh, the, the capacities which are possible for a nature to have. And then third, we can think of the state of integrity. Now, the state of integrity is going to be the state, and again, the, the state of perfect nature, just as the state of pure nature, is some is a merely logical category. Again, we don't we don't say there's anybody who had who ever existed in this category. It's kind of a, a thought experiment to be able to think through a lot of these issues of nature and grace. Third, you have the state of integrity. Now, with the state of integrity, not only is there the natural gifts, not only is there the preternatural gifts, but there is also some gifts of supernature. So in the gifts of supernature, uh, there is the infused, certain infused virtues, uh, the infused virtue of charity, the infused virtue of faith and hope. You you have uh, that, that period of already and not yet, which is present with Adam, where he's in the garden with the supernatural gifts, but he doesn't have, he doesn't reach his supernatural end yet. It's those various preparatory gifts of grace, which are given to Adam. That is the state of integrity. Now in the fourth, we can think of the state of fallen nature. So in the state of fallen nature, the preternatural and supernatural gifts have been taken away. And there's also a, a certain damaging of our natural faculties, which is present, which I talked about actually this morning 
uh, in commenting on the article that I was summarizing and annotating on the annotated Thomas, which is a reminder to, to go sign up for the annotated Thomas on ChristianViewWagner.com to, to get access to all of those, those fun annotations of sections of St. Thomas. But besides that fact, with a state of fallen nature, there's a certain damaging which happens where there needs to be healing to uh, bring about the purity of nature, but there's also the loss of the preternatural and the supernatural gifts. And now the fifth state, we can think of the state of restored nature. Those of us who are in the faith, in a state of grace, are in the state of restored nature. Now, we haven't been given back the preternatural gifts because, for example, one of the preternatural gifts is immortality. And we don't yet have bodily immortality. And another one is uh, freedom from concupiscence. And most of us do not have that freedom of concupiscence, freedom from concupiscence. Also, our intellects are not uh, do not work without discursion. We, we need uh, discursive reasoning. So there's preternatural gifts have not been given back to us, but the life of grace has been given back to us. Some of the supernatural gifts, faith, hope, and charity have been given to us. And now we can think of a sixth situation, and that is the state of natural beatitude. So in the state of natural beatitude, this, this only exists in one case. So this exists in the cases of those infants who die without baptism, because in their, in their resurrected state, after the resurrection of the dead, they do not have the supernatural virtues because they do not have sanctified grace, but they do have the preternatural uh, gifts. Because infants in um, in the resurrected bodies are immortal, they um, are free from a lot of the the stains in which, uh, well, a lot of the weakness of pure nature, a lot of stains which are present from sin, they're cleansed from. So they've been cleansed and, in a sense, restored, uh, but only to their uh, natural beatitude with some preternatural gifts. And now with the seventh, we can think of the beatific state, which is a lot like the state of integrity, but rather than being uh, on the way, they have already breached the telos of the, of the supernatural gifts. Okay, now why did I go over those seven states? So when we think of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary obviously has uh, certain natural gifts. She doesn't have the various stains and uh, various damage, dam damages, the, the various damage, how would I say that? The damage which is wrought by the sin of Adam, she, she does not have that, the, the certain weaknesses which are wrought in the, in the flesh and in her faculties, that is not present, she has a pure nature. Now when it comes to the Immaculate Conception, there's also a, the virtues which are infused into her. So she has the supernatural gifts and she has natural integrity. Now, what, what about the, the preternatural gifts? So this is where it gets really important. With the preternatural gifts, we do not and ought not to say that all of the preternatural gifts have been given to Our Lady. She still has to use discursive reasoning and she's still mortal. When it comes to mortality, although one of the preternatural gifts she does have is freedom from concupiscence, so to be very clear right there. When it comes to mortality, mortality is something which is natural to man. 
in the in the garden, the only reason that man did not die was because of a certain preternatural gift above the individual nature of man. There was that preternatural gift which was necessary for our first parents not to die in the garden. So with Our Lady, uh, we do not say that she uh, had that preternatural gift of immortality. So let me see if there's any comments. New member, Chad, Chad, based king right there. How's it going, King? Absolute king, king status right there. Based Chad status. Okay, so if you guys do not have any questions, I'll get going. And remember, remember, all of you, come back at 5.30 because I'm going to have a massive Q&A. I, I, I tried to reach out to Dende to see if he'd come on. But Dende has not gotten back to me. So make sure you all go to the Discord. Um, go and tag at Dende. And make sure you message Dende about a thousand times. I want Dende to wake up or whatever he's doing. Get back to Discord and see just hundreds of notifications from the Millicent Thomas server. We need to absolutely harass Dende so he comes on tonight. Okay, thank you all for stopping by. I really appreciate all of you, and I will talk to you later. I hope this helped. Remember, subscribe, like, comment.